Welcome to Slinging the Slang, the video podcast where we take a look at our slang, idioms, jargon, their meanings, their origins, everything from the funny to the totally ridiculous. I'm Slangman David Burke, author of 30 books on popular American slang and idioms. And I'm Monica Mauda, Director of Education for an English Language School in Southern California and a lifelong lover of slang. And if you are joining us for the first time, this is our format. I know what we're going to be talking about. I know the topic. I know the questions that I'm going to be asking of Monica. She has no idea what we're going to be talking about. Therein lies the element of surprise, which should be a lot of fun and a little horrifying because I never never know what's coming out of Monica's mouth. Pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure there. And please, if you have any questions for us, keep them to yourself. No, ask us <laughs> anything you'd like. Just tweet us at Slingin the slang and we'll do our best to answer your questions and we do want to welcome all of you language lovers out there english learners and anybody who just wants to have a laugh welcome on board so um, i always like to you know test you monica as you know and i i read something this morning that i thought was really really interesting having to do with slang and kind of dark at the same time monica you know the expression a rule of thumb. Yes. That has a very dark um, history. You know about that? Oh, yeah. What? I, I, how come I didn't know about that? Okay, so what to, to you, what does it mean in, in, just in today's vernacular? What does a rule of, by, by well, rule of thumb? Well, it just means par for the course. Oh, good. You're going to define slang with slang. How do you define <laughs> yeah, that? It's just, it's just the usual, <laughs> the usual. Do you know the history of it? I'm sure you do, David. I do. Go ahead. Tell, tell us what the history of a rule about, about the the way I think of rule of thumb is like like a rule that's not etched in stone. Oh, boy, I'm using slang expression to explain more slang. Uh, it means it, it's not a a rule that's absolute. For example, you need to wait 15 minutes after you eat before you go into the pool. Well, by rule of thumb, that's probably right. You know, it's not definite, but it's eh, more or less. So what is the origin that you know of? Well, this is what I what I read. Um, back in the day, and I don't know how far back, hopefully really far back, um, a new rule came up that you could not beat your wife with anything wider than about the size of your thumb, give or take. And then it was okay. And that was like some old English law that I, I remember looking this up before, actually. Um, and just said old English, didn't say when, some centuries ago, hopefully a long time ago. And it was okay to beat your wife, like you said, as long as that stick is no longer than your thumb. What? Well, you know, they were they were trying to to be nice. Wow. Yeah, that isn't that nice. Yeah, bye. Rule of thumb. So I wonder why we do this now. Thumbs Don't up. use a big plank. Don't use a bat. <laughs> right. Keep it, keep it within reason, folks. Yeah, and of course, what a weird. You know, it's like we have some expressions that are so violent. Like I think I was telling you one time about my niece hating the expression to kill two birds with one stone. So she says to save two ships with one lighthouse because that's kinder. We have a lot of really strange expressions that are really violent, and we should actually do a show on that. We there should are do a, whole a bunch show of on violent slang. Yes. Yes. Violent slang that 
you may not want to use, but you definitely need to recognize it. And we don't even know when we're using it. We don't even realize how violent it is. It's like our, our nursery rhyme. No, 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 a lullaby, a lullaby. Rockabye baby on the treetop. And when the bow breaks, the cradle will drop. When the cradle drops, how's that go again? <laughs> Rockabye baby. I, okay, the we're gonna sing will to fall we're gonna and down will come baby, cradle and all. Right. I was gonna like sing the whole thing like you have to do with the alphabet. The only way you can get through A through Z is to go A B Z F G F G Z. Um, right. Violent, right? So, violent, violent. So violent. Um, but we could have fun with violent. Yes, we can. And we will do that in one of our episodes. Um and uh one of one of the things I wanted to mention, um, because as I mentioned, I read this in the news today about the rule of thumb. There's what was it else... in context? What, why how did you what 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 kind of article was it that you were reading? It was some political article, and they said this is not always the case, but the rule of thumb is, and I forgot what they once I saw rule of thumb, I stopped reading. I thought, ooh, that's a good one. I gotta mention that to Monica today. So something about politics. So, but I didn't read further because you know all I'm interested in. Well, after rule all, of thumb is a classic. Time. It's a classic, um, a very a very classic idiom. And, it it um, is. Yes, it is. And and uh, while I was reading that article, there was an article that did catch my eye because Monica, you and I know that there is something huge happening in LA right now this week, something monumental, really monumental. And it's only happened maybe once during the course of the last 365 days. <laughs> um, we're getting a drop of rain. It's pouring a little bit. Okay, in LA, if you've ever been to LA, you know that when it starts to rain, and you have to do that, you have to always use air quotes, rain. When it rain, do it with me now, Monica. When it rains, <laughs> it's a little bit of moisture in the sky. It's, it's a nothing. mist, and it's, it and it paralyzes the city. It paralyzes the city. It's like we have a collective brain, all of us LA drivers, and when it rains, we're all thinking, "Oh no, we're gonna die! It's raining!" And I'm telling you, you don't want to be in LA when it should rains. Should I go to work or should yeah. I just stay home? <laughs> we actually think of that. Isn't that crazy? And back east, where you know, like I, my, one of my closest friends back east, um, she she'll say. David, it's freezing today. And I'm like, I know, right? It's like 65 degrees here. I'm it's 65. Freezing. I know. And she's like, uh, try 20 below. Like 20, 20 below what? We don't even know what that means. So speaking of weather, we're going to give you some weather slang. Uh, and I'm going to test you, Monica, because you, you, Monica, you said something yesterday that I absolutely loved. Uh, was that a relative of yours? Uh, who's, oh, yeah, my uncle, my uncle Adrian oh. in Texas. Okay, what does he say about a heavy rain? What does he call it? He says, we just got a gully washer. A gully washer. Now, okay, now you, you've lived in Texas for how long? Uh, I lived there for a year. Just one year, but your parents live in Texas, so you visit a lot. They, my parents are from Texas, yes. But, okay, well, here's the, here's the thing. Um because of the weather, I thought it'd be fun to do weather slang or weather idioms, anything having to do with the weather. And I realized being born in Los Angeles, I was actually born in Hollywood. We don't have a lot of weather slang because all we usually say is beautiful day, isn't it? And that's it. So let me see if you know any of these expressions, Monica, from the South. I want you to fill in the blank. Okay. Okay. 
I'm ready. Okay, these are Southernisms for the weather. And these were, some of them were new to me, really new. And some of them were like, oh yeah, right, I've heard of that. Okay, when it's humid outside, it's as humid as a frog's what? Be it's careful. As humid as Have a frog's tongue? Ah, bon, zonk. No, as, it's as humid as a frog's armpit. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've never been under a frog's armpit. I haven't either, and I don't think I want to. I don't care to be. I don't, I don't care to be either. Um, okay, no. When it's hot, it's hotter than. But actually, in the south, they don't say hotter than. They say it's hotter and it's hotter than two rats fighting in a wool. What? It's hotter okay, than two repeat. rats. Repeat. It's hotter yeah. than two rats fighting in a wool. Blank. Glove. Zonk. Sock. Close. That would, that would be pretty. That would, that Covers no, extremities. Yeah, but both would be definitely hot. I wouldn't want to be in there. I got a few more. Okay, I'm going to give you an easy one because you zonked out on those last two. Oh, I'm going to give it, uh, it down there, gonna, David. Okay. Yeah, L1, the level one here for you. Okay, um, I'm sweating like a blank. What like animal? A pig. Like a pig. And by the way, did you know? Okay. Monica, I don't do think pig, pigs sweat. That's what I was going to ask you. And I'm I, another zonk. They do. They're snouts. They're snouts, which is, I guess, pig language Why for nose. They're always kind of wet. And their feet. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, who knew? Uh, who knew? Um, but I wonder if it, I wonder if it, it's like human beings, it, you know, feet can smell. I don't know if pigs' feet can smell or not. I, I let's not let's not find out, David. I'm not going to think about it. But okay, oh, okay, Texas. This is one I heard in Texas, and if you don't know this one, Monica, I'm taking back your Texas card. It's raining harder than a cow peeing on a flat what? On a flat skillet. Ew. I, I would not want to eat out of that skillet. No, peeing on a flat rock. Well, I, dude, parents, I only I lived there for one year, and I was I was a little I was really young, so I couldn't possibly uh, remember all of these every, all Texas the... lying. I hope we get a tweet from Texas. Let's get oh. a tweet from Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, please, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Tweet, tweet, tweet us. Ask us any question about Come the weather. On, Texas calling out for Texas. Let's and, hear some slang and, and give us some some new stuff. Um, oh. Uh, and we've got somebody. All right. We have got Brad. Well, not quite Texas, but okay. We'll take you, uh, take Brad from New York. Why do we say, oh, why do we say under the weather? Oh, well, that's a good question. Under right? the weather. That was a good question. Thank you, Brad. Next tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Here's what I'm thinking. We didn't say we'd if answer them. Rain- we just, we'd read if it's them. raining and you're under the rain, then it's going to make you feel bad. Exactly. Because oh. it's, you're right. And it, it's back. dark. If you're back. You're, you're, oh, let's not go that far. You're making a comeback. I'll give you that. You're, you're coming back. Well, yeah, you're not there yet. You got a ways to go. Uh, right. Because the weather makes you feel, you know, it's, it's up above you and it's pelleting down on you, the rain. So you're kind of feeling slouchy and just blech, and wet and moist and, you know, feverish and all that. So yeah, under the weather. Exactly. Now, which is funny because if you said, you look under the weather here, I think you'd probably say, well, thank you. 
because uh, ex you know, yeah, exactly. All that yeah. sunshine is on top. Except of us. if it was last week, which you know, LA what? got more rain last week than they have in the last twenty years, and I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, oh yeah. And the funny thing is, because we're not used to rain um, or any anything else that comes out of the sky. I remember when I was in um, Toronto. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you. Um, I was in Toronto a couple of years ago during the winter and I'm sitting in this restaurant. And there's, you know, windows all around. It's cold and it's, and I'm wearing shorts and a shirt because I'm from LA and it started to snow. And I'm with a friend of mine who's from Toronto and I look outside and go, it's snowing. And I ran outside and he's like watching me as is everybody else in the restaurant. And I'm just like twirling. I'm like, like Julie Andrews in the Sound of Music on the top of the hill, twirling. It's raining. It's snowing. Because to us, that's pretty cool. Yeah, something we never see, just like the something rain. Something we don't see. We just see sunshine and clear skies. That's all we see. Poor us. I mean, don't you get excited when it rains, Monica? Really, you know, it feels cozy at home. Don't you like when it rains? I love it. Right, but not when it rains for more than a day, and when you're driving. And yeah, you're exactly. driving. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have, um, I hope I'm saying this right. A-I-K-O. Aiko. 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 From Japan. Oh. Um, where does the expression raining cats and dogs come from? Uh, you know what, David? I don't know, but it's one of my favorite <laughs> classic expressions. I love this expression. Well, why is that? Because it's so visual? It is visual. It's so visual. Where it does it come from? Well, this, I remember um, looking this up a long time ago. It's from the 17th century England, where it was considered bad luck when there were high winds, which I guess is kind of the case for us, too. If the yeah. winds are high enough. And the thought was the winds are so high that it's scooping up the dogs and the cats, because there are a lot of them on the street, and they would be blown up into the air. And once the winds would stop, they'd come back down. And that's raining wow. cats and dogs. So it really had nothing to do with Forget rain. about plague. Right, yeah, you right. could have cats and dogs on top of you. Raining down. Raining but again, down. But it didn't have anything to do with water. It didn't really have anything to do with actual rain. But the, it, the raining cats and dogs meant they were coming down from the sky. So now like rain. Like rain. Like rain. Exactly. Ah. exactly. Oh, Karen from Texas. Woo, Texas! Oh, okay. She's got... He's got one for Okay. Uh, she wants to know if you can fill this one in. It's hotter. <laughs> See, again, Monica has no idea what I'm looking at or what I'm about to I'm say. I'm already laughing. It's hotter than a goat's butt. <laughs> it's pretty hot. Wait, wait. It's going it's to get a lot hotter. It's hotter than a goat's butt in a pepper what? In a pepper mill. Uh, oh, close again. In a pepper in, shaker. In a pepper patch. In a pepper patch. Hotter than a goat's butt in a pepper <laughs> patch. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> Woo, that's, that's pretty hot. hot. I'm wow. already feeling the heat from I'm, that I'm, one. I'm sweating like a pig's foot on that one. Um, okay, thank you, Karen. From I feel like I'm in a frog's armpit right now. Wow. Wow, we um, okay. We have uh, Lena from Peru. What does frosty mean? Oh, in terms of a person, does it mean sick? Monica, if you were called frosty, no. how would you feel about that? 
Oh, if you're frosty, I would say you're aloof. You're not a warm person. I can't really get to know you. You're a little standoffish. You're guarded. Exactly. Burr. <clears throat> Burr cold. Oh, by the way, frosty. I, I, I just reminded myself of something which I always find so so fun about. Uh, we say burr when it's cold. Did you know in France they say glag 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 g l a g l a g l a g l a. So you feel like there's a bunch of turkeys around? Yeah, glag 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 glag. Right? We got to do a show. We do an episode about that. The different sounds that animals make around the world, which are different. Yeah, I'm getting ideas. You sound like that. Glag 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 glag. That was oh, thank you, Lena from Peru. We have another one. Uh, Janine from France, from France, from, from La France. I live in the South with my host family, and they always say the weather is gloppy. What does that really mean? The weather is gloppy. Gloppy. I, I want to say gloppy reminds me of wet. Right? You, yeah. You actually are right. You're right, and there, but there's even more to it. It's when it's really humid outside. Oh, yeah. That could make you feel gloppy. Gloppy is thick and moist and blech. Speaking gloppy. of humidity, Texas yeah. has some of the most prize-winning humidity <laughs> that I have ever experienced. You know when you get <laughs> off the plane and you cannot breathe because it's like you're inhaling butter? That's how it's like in Texas. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting because – when we in LA, as you know, if the humidity goes up to like you know five percent, we're like, it's so humid out here. Ah, we don't it's so know sticky. We don't that know. That was so humid. gloppy. That's gloppy. We don't know from humid. But yeah, I remember I, I was in Texas once and I was only surprised. I just had never experienced that before. Never. I don't think people in Los Angeles even use the word humidity because it's it's like, what is that? Yeah, humidity. We, I've heard of it. I just don't know what exactly what it is. Yeah. Why would we? Look, just you all all understand. We are grateful for our weather, but you know, remember, we see one season in the summer on the day of Christmas. I have been at the beach before in the morning. I mean, you know, so having four seasons just I, I that sounds really wonderful. I would love to see a, a, a Yeah, we think season. when we say four seasons, we're talking about the hotel. Or or Vivaldi's four seasons uh Melodies, you know, his his comp compositions. That's what I think of. Or, or, or the hotel. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't think of anything other than that because we have this one big season of summer. Uh, Jared is trying to say something. Oh, okay. Jared. Oh, from Israel. Oh, um, oh. I say, I, there's something. I, I, I can say one thing. Um, oh, bruchim chabaim. That means welcome. I hope Are that's you what sure? it means. I'm not because somebody... When I was a tour guide at Universal, somebody taught me that, and I just realized I have no idea if that really means that. Jared, let me know. You could have just said the pigs are loose in the kitchen. And their feet are sweaty and, and leaving footprints. You, you never know. And I'm in a frog's <laughs> armpit. <laughs> now, how do you say that in Hebrew? Okay. Uh, yeah, Jared, let us know. You, you know tweet back to us. Um, I, I heard the word, oh, I never heard this before. Uh, I, I, at least not in LA. You may have, Monica. The word is mizzle. He's, uh, uh, I, I used to live in Arkansas with my host family. What is mizzle? How would you explain that? He said, mizzle. Mizzle. Uh, yeah. Sounds kind of like drizzle and mild drizzle. Mizzle. 
Uh, or, or you're so close. So it's what they call a portmanteau. Two words, they're smashed into one, like brunch, breakfast, lunch. Mizzle, I'm thinking, I think I'm right. Mist and drizzle. Oh, mizzle, mist and drizzle. I like Take that. that. Mist and drizzle. I like it. Mizzle, mist and drizzle. drizzle. I like... love them. <laughs> they're a great couple. <laughs> mist, mist and drizzle. Um, uh, oh, we have one, one more. Uh, oh, I, I always wonder when we get some some um, tweet from LA if it's somebody we know. Uh, Eric from LA. Hey, Eric. Anybody, anybody we know? Eric? Have we Could met? be my neighbor. That's right. Uh, yeah, you've left your sprinklers on. Do you mind turning them off? Uh, no. uh, why do we say there's a nip in the air when it's cold? So, wait a minute. Why do we say there's a nip? In the air. Oh, a, a nip. nip in, a nip a in the nip. air when it's cold. Yeah, Why well, do we say that? Well, we say that when, when there's a slight chill in the air. It's nippy. You've got to put on a sweater or something. Uh, right. Not we, quite not quite freezing, but there's a nip. There, there's a nip. And uh, that I do know is from Old English. Uh, it was uh, Nippon, N-Y-P-A-N. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Nippon meant a bite or a Ooh, punch. It meant a like bite. a sudden, a sudden change. How about ah, that? Ah, okay, so, good to know. Good yeah, to know. Thank you all for those. Those are really wonderful questions. And yeah, we, great we, questions. We are better people. For having I feel that. so much more learned now. I, I, don't you though? I I, do. I I feel finer than a frog's hair is how I feel right now. I just feel that. I feel that fine. <laughs> so, look, we all wish you a non-gloppy week and lots of... No glop, no, no glop. glop. And lots of rainbows, lollipops, and sunshine in your day today. Absolutely. If you're a non-native speaker of English and you want to learn more slang and speak like Monica and I do, please check out my books at slangman.com. We look forward to you joining us again. We look forward. We look forward. Wait a minute. We, hang on. Don't say it, David. Don't say it. We look forward to hanging out. We hope you'll join us next time as we take another deep dive into the ever-growing, ever-changing world of slang. I'm Slangman David Burke. And Monica Mauda, Slangman and I look forward to slinging the slang with you more next episode. Thanks for joining us. Till next time, we finna dip. Toodles! <laughs>